Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. What in the crazy world of pro wrestling are we seeing over on Friday Night Smackdown? That took place in Birmingham, Alabama. For the love of wrestling gods, Friday Night Smackdown is making waves all over the internet and breaking news all over the world, and it was not because of Joaquin Wilde's springboard dive. It was because of Cody Rhodes and the decision that he made regarding his WrestleMania main event match, or the decision he didn't make, I should say. What is going on, folks? Welcome to Snug Wrestling with your host. My name is Edgar, and today we found out a lot about WrestleMania, and we're going to go over all of that on this episode of snug wrestling it was a star-studded show on friday night smackdown once again new stars showed up old stars showed up and new matches were made for wrestlemania so let's go The number two champion, Roman Reigns, and the Bloodline are in Yo City. You heard that right. I said it. The second champion. I'm telling y'all, that Seth Rollins guy has made me second guess myself. Because for the past year, or however long, this new world champion has been around since it was created. It just felt like the participation trophy. The consolation belt for Monday Night Raw. Since the WWE draft, Monday Night Raw needed a champion for... For their show Roman Reigns was mostly on Smackdown and that's how this new belt that Seth Rollins has was created and since then everyone knew that Roman Reigns was the main guy the main champion the numero uno but it's now the new year we're in 2024 and now I'm not so sure if that's really the case CM Punk is now injured and he's not going to Wrestlemania to face Seth Rollins anymore like we all speculated the rumor was that it was going to be CM Punk versus Rollins and Cody versus Roman. Well, with Punk being out, well, that damn near changes everything. So WWE said, let's try to make this new belt Seth Rollins has feel a little bit more important because there might be someone else taking CM Punk's place at WrestleMania to face Seth Rollins. But I think I have a pretty good idea of who that might be, but we'll get into that more later on because we're going to get into this opening segment of Friday Night Smackdown, our U.S. champion Logan Paul, the Maverick, defeated Kevin Owens at the Rumble recently, and Logan Paul came out to open up the show to make sure that everyone in the arena did not forget. Logan Paul also took some shots at CM Punk and the injury that Punk suffered at the Rumble. Are the seeds being planted for a potential feud between Logan Paul and CM Punk? I really hope so. I mean, who wouldn't want to see that? That's a big money match, right? there logan paul's promo went longer than two minutes without any interruptions and i thought well that's weird i thought i was watching wwe usually by now the talent cutting the promo in the ring would have for surely been cut off by now i couldn't wait to see who it'd be to come out and interrupt the champion since logan paul defeated kevin owens at the rumble who's next to face logan paul but it was kevin owens music that played to come out and interrupt logan paul kevin owens came out to challenge Logan Paul once again for the title and I thought no god no god please no 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 
Kevin Owens and Logan did have a doozy of a match at the Rumble, but it's Kevin Owens. How many times have we seen Kevin Owens in the U.S. title picture over the years? I would like to see someone else get a crack at it. Thankfully, Logan Paul felt the same way, and Logan Paul has some sense when it comes to this wrestling gig. And Logan Paul says, oh, no, 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 KO. That don't work for me, brother. I already beat you, and I'm going to need you to do you, and I'm going to do me, and you should focus on your next match versus Austin Theory. Logan Paul was on commentary during this opening match on SmackDown, Austin Theory versus Kevin Owens. Logan Paul was talking his usual smack as a natural-born heel that he is about Kevin Owens and continued to take shots at CM Punk. Again, seeds being planted, folks. It was like Kevin Owens was hearing everything Logan Paul was saying from the announce table during this match because Kevin Owens was talking smack back at Logan Paul the entire time. Not a very smart move by Kevin Owens, especially when you're in the ring with a talent like Austin Theory, who has so much greatness in just the tip of his pinky. I don't know why I said that, but it just made sense to me for some reason. Austin Theory is a really good wrestler, but I mean, what the fuck? Are we really going to continue this feud with Kevin Owens and Logan Paul? Even after Kevin Owens lost at the Rumble, back of the line, I say Kevin Owens. But let's think about this for a little bit. Who else is worthy enough to challenge Logan Paul from the SmackDown brand for the U.S. title? They don't have that many big babyface names, and it can't just be anyone. They have to be a babyface because here it needs to make sense. Who would put together matches that don't make sense? That's insane. Bobby Lashley, he's tied up with Karrion Cross at the moment. Austin Theory is a heel. Escobar is a heel. Dragon Lee, oh yeah, where the hell is Dragon Lee, by the way? I almost forgot about him. Maybe AJ Styles or LA Knight. Randy Orton is too big of a name to be going after the US title. My guess would be LA Knight or AJ Styles since their program for the Royal Rumble is now over. But either way, it could be anyone at this point. It's always a treat to see Austin Theory in the ring, even though he never wins. And this time was no different. Logan Paul tried to return Austin Theory the favor from the Royal Rumble when Austin Theory handed Logan Paul the brass knuckles during the match versus Kevin Owens. That was pretty much the reason that Logan Paul won at the Rumble. But for the second time that they tried to do this, the plan backfired and Kevin Owens said, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you must think I'm a goof. Kevin Owens snatched the brass knuckles from Theory and this time, Kevin Owens was not caught by the official. Kevin Owens picked up the win on Austin Theory. The women's division on Friday Night Smackdown seems to be growing more and more since the Royal Rumble. We saw a few returns and debuts, including the highly anticipated debut of Jade Cargill, as well as Liv Morgan returned, Naomi returned, Tiffany Stratton debuted, and Tiffany Stratton and Naomi officially signed contracts with the Blue Brand on SmackDown. Tiffany Stratton, a very potential future main eventer from NXT. The segment in the women's division continue on SmackDown, this time with Bianca Belair. Bianca is itching to get a match versus Io Sky for the Women's Championship. And while Bianca was trying to talk up Nick Aldis about getting a match, in walked in Logan Paul to interrupt Bianca's conversation with the general manager. Logan Paul just walked in and said, I'm the big star around here. Your conversation is over because my conversation is more important. Logan Paul was also trying to get a match. He wants to know who his next challenger is going to be so the people, the wrestling fans, could stop calling Logan Paul a part-timer. Bianca Belair did not 
not take this disrespect kindly and in wrestling and in real life history always repeats itself because we have seen this before do y'all remember that one time jimmy uso did the same thing to mia yim or me chin or whatever she goes by now jimmy uso stepped into the office and interrupted me chin and aj was like oh hell no you're not gonna disrespect my sis and that's when the bloodline and aj styles feud started which led to the bloodline making aj styles disappear like aj owed the mob money so are we seeing a, another copy and paste booking here with logan paul and bianca Belair? i mean bianca she is married to montez ford and right now montez ford and bianca Belair are promoting a new reality show together so could logan paul's next challenger be montez ford since we're in the subject of the mob and making people disappear santos escobar and his new faction legado del fantasma are in a very fancy restaurant fine dining and talking about family and how important family is and this was a very cartel style video package i felt like i was watching that new show griselda on netflix santos escobar should just change his name to pablo escobar by now this video package led to the four-way tag team match with legado the pretty deadly pete and tyler bates and fuck i can't even remember who the other team was because it didn't really matter oh yeah it was lwo joaquin and the wild guy pete dud just made his big return after being gone for feels like years back from the dead they just put him in a tag team with tyler bates just to kill pete dunn all over again but in a slower and more painful way this is not the way to use a name like pete dunn get pete dunn away from tyler bates as soon as possible the lwo guys did the springboard where they use the ropes to launch one of the guys flying into space just so they can go viral because that's what's important now not to win this match it's all about going viral then selena got involved she also had a spot on the ropes where she stood on the middle rope pushed down the middle rope with her legs and pulled the top rope with her hands to clear the space for her lwo guys so they can jump through the open space that selena created and do a suicide dive but one of the lwo guys his foot hit the rope on his way flying out which slowed down his momentum as he was flying out and caused the guy to land right on his fucking head on the floor this bot should definitely be in that show 1000 stupid ways to die is that show even a thing i don't know but hey they wanted to go viral i'm sure they'll definitely go viral after that at least tyler bates and pete dunn won this match and they are going to face the winner of the other four-way match that's going to happen on monday night raw and those two teams are going to face each other in a finals match to determine the number one contenders to face the judgment day for the tag team titles seth rollins is at it again trying to confuse cody and the fans to convince everyone that he's the main champion. Seth Rollins was not on this episode of SmackDown, but he did pull some strings to get this video package to air on SmackDown. And Seth Rollins got some good video making skills. He's a pretty good editor because Seth Rollins made a little video for Cody Rhodes asking what type of champion do you want to be? Do you want to be the ultimate warrior or do you want to be Ric Flair? And I thought, damn, WWE is really going out of their way to shit on the warrior. They're giving all of their talent permission to shit 
shit on the warrior now? Or do you want to be like Sid Vicious or Terry Funk? Does WWE have heat with Sid Vicious now too? Sid Vicious was over as fuck back in the day. Even as a heel, the fans would cheer for Sid until they were forced to turn Sid babyface. But Seth Rollins compares Sid to Terry Funk, so what the fuck? That's an obvious answer. Of course, Cody Rhodes is going to choose Terry Funk for that one. And then Seth says, do you want to be Hogan or do you want to be Dusty? Okay. Dusty was cool and everything. The son of a plumber, the working man. Cut all the cool promos, lovable guy. Everywhere that he went, people respected Dusty. But Hulk Hogan, yeah. He's a little crazy now, but Hulk Hogan back then was a global household name and one of the biggest stars that drew the most money in history. Sorry, Dusty. We all love you, but I think most wrestlers are striving to be a Hulk Hogan, making hella money and not taking as many bumps and hardly doing any jobs. The moment of truth for Bailey. Who is Bailey gonna pick to face at WrestleMania? Eosky or Rhea Ripley? The fans in Abilama are cheering for Bailey. They know how deserving Bailey is. She's done all the jobs. She's put in the work. She helped get over this new faction, the damage control, and she being Bailey. Too many pronouns, pal. And it's about time for Bailey. And Bailey was cutting her promo, and finally she had it up to here with those girls, the Kabuki Warriors, the Kabuki. You guys have been hating on me. Oh, and by the way, I speak that Japanese that you guys have been talking around me. I know what you guys have been saying about me this entire time. And then it finally happened, people. The turn that we've all been expecting by the Kabuki Warriors have turned double heel on Bailey. The damage control, they were already heels, but damage control attacked Bailey from behind. So we got the double turn. Boom goes the dynamite. No pun intended. This is Friday night. This is not Wednesday. The people were asking for it. They wanted their good old baby face Bailey back, and now she's back. Who knows? Maybe we'll be seeing Bailey handing out hugs at WrestleMania again versus EO Sky. There's no doubt now that Bailey and EO Sky is going to happen at WrestleMania, and that match is official. Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits versus Karrion Cross and the AOP. They were set to have a six man tag team match, except it never officially started. These six men cannot wait to lay hands on each other. Hold up, pause. They couldn't wait to fight each other and they jump started the thing and the bell never rang. Bobby Lashley was about to get the hurt lock on Karrion Cross in the middle of the ring, but then Scarlett Bordeaux jumped on Lashley and you will never guess who came out for the big save. The big return, the return of the year to save the almighty Bobby Lashley, B-Fab. That was the big reveal for this segment. I hope B-Fab wrestles better than she can rap. That hit row gimmick needs to get erased from wrestling history and buried away with everything else rotten in the WWE like Chris Benoit and Vince McMahon. The competition with Nick Aldis and Adam Pearce continues. This time they were fighting over the young Steiner Braun Breaker. Nick Aldis handed Braun Breaker the Smackdown contract but Braun Breaker has not signed with any brand just yet. Braun Breaker will be seeing Adam Pearce on Monday night and if you weren't already feeling like this show was packed and full of stars already. Well, the next person that stepped into the office has star written all over her. Jade fucking Cargill walked in and I popped. Jade Cargill has not signed for Raw or SmackDown, but Jade makes me feel like such a hypocrite and such a dick to be 100% honest. I would shit on Jade Cargill when she was in AEW. I didn't like her streak. I didn't like her booking. I didn't like her promos. I didn't like her matches, but now she's a completely different person than me, and I know I'm a gay 
get heat for this. Oh, well, it's because you're such an E-drone, Edgar. You just hate everything AEW. Well, I'm sorry to break it to all you neckbeards, but Jade is no longer being shoved down our throats, and I don't feel like I'm being forced to like her. I don't feel like I'm being forced to watch her. Jade is not constantly on my TV telling me that she's that bitch anymore. And it's just crazy to me how different coat of paint can really go a long way and make a big difference in someone's presentation. And that's what we're seeing here with Jade Cargill. And it's the same thing that we saw with Cody Rhodes. Mi Chin wants to stand on business, how she likes to put it. Mi Chin got slapped earlier in the show by Tiffany Stratton, so they're gonna have a match. And Mi Chin comes out with the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. And where the hell have these guys been? They never wrestle. Why? We just had a four-way tag team match and you're telling me that we can't get Luke and Gallows at least in a four-way match? A good tag team to have a feud versus a Judgment Day would be the Good Brothers. The Good Brothers, we only see them in 30-second backstage segments or coming out with AJ Styles or Mi Chin and that's it. These guys just signed to WWE for a shit ton of money just to not be in AEW or TNA. They just make the towns for WWE and just walk around and they don't really do much it seems like. Tiffany Stratton is uh, one of the NXT breakout stars. I don't follow NXT week to week but the few times that I've seen Tiffany Stratton man you can just tell that she really stands out. Her in ring and athletic abilities. The heel promos. They're just really bitchy and full of heat and I'm not surprised Tiffany Stratton is in the main roster now. It was only a matter of time. Tiffany Stratton almost got the pin on Mi Chin after hitting an Abalama slam which would have been a perfect way to get the win on this debut match since they were in Abalama. Hardcore Bob Holly would have been really proud after that one. Tiffany Stratton was able to get the win with her finisher the prettiest moonsaw on her debut match. We had Bailey's big decision earlier on this show but now it's time to talk about the winner of the men's Royal Rumble. He's gonna come out to make his decision. Who is it gonna be Cody? The world is waiting and we're all dying to know. I mean we kind of already knew it was gonna be Roman Reigns but we just want to hear it. We need to hear it. We need to get that confirmation just to be sure. The second champion Roman Reigns and the bloodline start off this main event segment to build up more anticipation for Cody Rhodes big decision. Roman Reigns addressed all of the shit that his little brother Seth Rollins has been saying about Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns says I have beaten everyone Seth and you're supposed to be a workhorse but in three months you broke your back and now you're limping. What kind of a workhorse is that? And I do work 10 times less than you Seth but I also make 10 times more money than you and unlike Seth Rollins the tribal chief is not gonna beg Cody Rhodes for a match at Wrestlemania. I'm gonna just do some quick maths for Cody. Do you want Seth money or do you want Roman Reigns money? And now there isn't a damn doubt in my mind that Roman Reigns is not the number two champion anymore. Sorry that I ever doubted the tribal chief. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, but Roman Reigns told us why he really is that guy, the main champ. And it's simply because that title that Roman has is the money title. And that automatically makes that title way more important by far, automatically. It's that simple. The wrestling business is a money business. If you have that title, you're simply the biggest star. And that's really what it's all about. So we finally get to hear from Cody Rhodes and Cody Rhodes comes out and straight up tells Roman Reigns, no 
matter what Seth Rollins says about you, Roman, your belt is the Bruno San Martino belt that was taken from my daddy at the garden. And that's the belt that I want. But what is finishing the story? Taking that belt from you or taking everything from you? Roman, I'm coming for you, but it's not going to be at WrestleMania. What? Everyone was sitting there looking at each other like, what the fuck, Cody? Are you insane? Cody Rhodes said that he was counseled into making this decision by someone that knows Roman Reigns really well. And here comes The Rock, the new TKO board member, and the place explodes. The Rock embraces Cody Rhodes with a hug and goes in to tell Cody Rhodes something that we will probably never find out what The Rock actually said. The Rock knew exactly where the camera was, so we weren't even able to read his lips or nothing. So we have no idea what The Rock actually said to Cody during this moment. But then Cody Rhodes leaves the ring. And now we have The Rock and Roman facing each other in the middle of the ring. And that was it. We just went off the air just like that. They said absolutely nothing to each other. WWE just gave us the biggest tease ever. Not even foreplay. Not even a little tickle. It was like the biggest cliffhanger in the world. But let's talk about this really quick because the people, the people, the wrestling fans were pissed. Where do you guys stand on all of this? On one hand, we've been waiting for Cody to finish the story for over two years now. And when Cody won the Royal Rumble recently, we thought for sure that was going to happen. Or at least we were going to get to see Cody Rhodes get another crack at Roman Reigns. Cody versus Roman number two, right? And well, nope. The Rock says that ain't going to be happening. The Rock once again came in to swoop in the main event at WrestleMania for like, what, the second time, the third time now? And the wrestling fans are letting the people's champ have it on the internet. A part-timer coming in to take the spot from a full-timer once again. And we want Cody hashtag trending. And The Rock is getting everything that he wants. He got the trademark. His daughter is a GM. And now he gets the main event at WrestleMania? Well, we don't actually know for sure what the main event is going to be at WrestleMania. That wasn't announced. All we know is that it's not going to be Cody Rhodes and Roman. It could be Rock and Roman. If it is, we don't even know if that's going to be a title match. It all depends on what happens at the Elimination Chamber in Perth. We don't really know why all of this is happening, but I have a feeling that this is all coming from the CM Punk injury. So all the fans that are blaming The Rock for all of this, you guys need to take a chill pill. The Rock does not need to be in the WWE main eventing WrestleMania. He does not need to be showing up on SmackDown. The Rock can be anywhere else in the world right now, even during WrestleMania. This match between Roman and The Rock has been teased for years now. For one reason or another, it just never happened. And according to The Rock, it was just never in the cards. And it just wasn't the right timing. The fans were upset that it didn't happen last year, this match between Rock and Roman, or the year before that. Well, we might get it this time, but now y'all don't want it? I was also looking forward to seeing Cody finish the story, don't get me wrong. But also, this means that when Cody finally finishes the story, if it's at the Chamber or next year at WrestleMania, it will just make it that much better. Roman Reigns, he's been champion for over three years, and this can go down in history as one of the greatest feuds and storylines ever told. Cody Rhodes in this long journey, finally getting the belt that his daddy lost at the Garden, and Cody brought that title home finally. Before the Royal Rumble even started, we all knew that shit was gonna get crazy for WrestleMania, because at the Rumble, there was a lot of things that can happen. Everyone 
everyone in that rumble had a story everyone wanted to face roman and everyone has beef with roman people like cm punk were returning and people like brock lesnar were being teased at the rumble and guess what people it got crazy just how we all predicted it's wrestlemania season it's supposed to be crazy and sometimes we just gotta sit back and enjoy these moments because it doesn't happen every day that we get to see stuff like this but that's how i feel about all of this let me know what you guys think like always thank you guys for listening hit me up at snug wrestling and we will talk soon